the Pooch Parenting Podcast, a podcast for parents with dogs. I'm Michelle Stern, a certified professional dog trainer, mom, and former teacher. Living with kids and dogs at the same time can feel like a circus. I know because I lived it too. Join us as we interview a variety of experts and parents to discuss topics that will make parenting with dogs easier, safer, and less chaotic. Also, you can love living with your dog again. I'll always keep it real which might even mean that you hear the messiness of life in the background on occasion, but at least you know you're not alone. Welcome to episode eight of the Pooch Parenting Podcast. This week, I'm going to offer some commentary about a tragic news story that somebody sent to me about a three-year-old girl who was bitten in the face inside a restaurant by a fake service dog. People send me stories like this all the time, and I often think that it's worth discussing with you, my listeners, so that we can unpack some of what happened in this story and discuss the ins and outs of how this could have been avoided. Now, first of all, the way that this happened in this particular incident is this three-year-old little girl walked into a restaurant with her family, and they got in line to place an order And there was a dog in a service dog vest in front of them that just turned around and bit her in the face. Um, Apparently, the owner of the dog then fled the scene, was stopped by the father who pursued pursued her on foot, and accused the man saying it was the dog's fault. But she tried to run away, obviously, because she knew that what her dog had done was inappropriate. And I'm assuming she knew that her dog was not actually a service dog because a service dog would not bite somebody in the face. As we discussed last week in episode seven with Paul Grossart, our service dog trainer. So one of the reasons I really wanted to talk about this news story, and I'm going to keep this brief, is that it shows some of the dangers of fake service dogs mainly the point that a dog who would ever behave this this way is not a service dog. It's not service dog material, regardless of what kind of vest you can order online and put on that particular dog. So a couple of things to think about, first of all, is that um, I would encourage every family to prevent their child from getting near any dog regardless of whether or not it's a service dog. Had this dog been an actual service dog, it would have been especially important to be left alone so that it could do its assigned tasks. Sadly, this really upsets me, actually. We have to make the assumption that people are dishonest. And so in this particular case, this little girl who was just minding her own business um, got too close to this dog who was inappropriate and should not have been out in public near any children at all. A service vest means nothing. And this is really sad because some people who have legitimate service dogs like their dogs to be identified as service dogs so that they're given space. Now, obviously, this little girl, she's three years old. She's not going to know what any of these dog etiquette rules are. And so this is where your job comes in as a parent to teach our kids. We never walk up to a dog This little girl was just getting in line and the dog was close. So she didn't do anything wrong, but it is good food for thought to consider that 
anytime our kids see a dog that they don't know, they need to give space. So perhaps maybe you go to get in line and you see a dog in front of you and so you stop 10 feet away instead of going right up to where that dog is. I think that's sort of a good common sense approach and given that we're in a pandemic, keeping distance from other people is a good idea anyway. And so we can use this time and our experience staying away from people to teach kids, hey, you know what? We give everybody a space bubble and we don't want germs and we don't want to deal with anybody's bad manners. And in this particular case, that dog had really bad manners and it was not this girl's fault. So I just really wanted to point out that um, we need to teach our kids to give dogs space I also want to point out that you cannot assume that a service vest means anything. There is no real licensing board or oversight um, committee or any regulations that determine what is a service dog. So a lot of people buy service dog vests online because they think it will give them unfettered access to public spaces. And I know that a lot of business locations are afraid to ask questions because they don't want to get in trouble for violating a person's personal privacy. However, businesses are allowed to ask what service dog task that dog has been trained to do to help for that person's disability. So you're not actually violating anyone's privacy by asking what task the dog has been trained to do. It would be inappropriate for the restaurant to have asked the woman what her disability was, but it was not it would not have been inappropriate to ask what the dog was trained to do. So businesses need to take heed that seeing a dog in a vest is no sign of a guarantee. And frankly, a dog like this with these kinds of behaviors going into a public space puts legitimate service dogs at risk. It puts legitimate people who have service dogs at risk. So the people, it, and obviously it puts children at risk. And so what this person did was, in my opinion, worse than negligent. I think it was deceitful and it resulted in this poor three-year-old girl getting mauled, bitten in the face, and sent ultimately to the hospital to have her face put back together. Um, I would be really curious to hear about your thoughts on this kind of issue and how you think people should handle when they see a dog like this um, doing something inappropriate. What should we do about it? Should that person be reported to the authorities? Should you just let them go? I mean, this person should have paid for this girl's medical bills, among other things. Um, I, in my opinion, that was criminal negligence, and it was really inappropriate. So today's episode is short, not sweet, but I really just wanted to talk about the fact that tragic accidents like this happen all the time, and if, as parents, we can teach our kids to avoid contact with any dog they do not know, that's a good benchmark. And then you can make decisions from there. I am so, so sorry to this girl. And I'm so sorry to her family that they had to endure this. And I'm really upset with the woman who allowed this to happen. One last note. I found it interesting, but not surprising that in the first 
two sentences or the first two paragraphs of the news story, they identified the dog as a pit bull breed. I only mention this because people blame pit bulls for a lot of things. And I I think it's a for, form of breed racism. I think it's really inappropriate. Um, every dog is a unique individual. And while pit bulls may have certain breed characteristics, attacking random strangers is not one of them. They used to be bred to fight other dogs, and they were meant to be really nice to the handlers so that those handlers could go in and break up the dog fight, and the handlers were never at risk. So it is quite unusual um, from the intent of what pit bulls were meant to do to have them be human aggressive. It is more common for them to be dog aggressive, but I think it's really inappropriate to generalize and make it seem like this is no surprise just because the dog may or may not have been a pit bull. Now also, the family of the victim described the dog as a pit bull, and oftentimes breeds are scapegoated for such behavior, when in reality we need to blame the owner and handler of that dog in this case, and not the dog itself. That dog is a victim of its circumstances, not a victim of its breed. And I would just like us to all use caution about making assumptions on certain breeds based on, you know, scary news stories like these, um, because I don't think it's fair. What we need to do is focus on how to keep our kids safe and how to prevent people from illegally bringing their dogs into public places when they shouldn't. I hope you found this helpful. See you next week. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Pooch Parenting Podcast on iTunes or on the podcast app of your choice. If you're looking for ongoing support for your family with dogs, be sure to get on the waiting list for my Thriving Parents with Kids and Dogs membership at www.safekidsanddogs.com. And don't forget to follow Pooch Parenting on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks for listening.